0: everyone or no one I'm Loretta and that would make me Lucy
1: can we talk about how I just spent the last three and a half four minutes I don't know trying to pull out a mustache hair and not like a Peach fuzz, lady mustache, like a singular, real, thick mustache hair. Like a man hair. It's kind of white in color and reoccurring.
0: Dude, I get like a peach fuzz mustache, but I just shave that shit. But what I've been getting is black hairs under my chin like not enough to like collectively make a beard or anything but I'd say like one that comes out of a mole and then like five random ones that are like either under like under my chin or like on my chin but is it weird that I enjoy tweezing them out
1: I mean, if there were enough to make a beard collectively, <laughs> would you keep it? Hell
0: no, I wouldn't keep a fucking beard. I saw... I'm not even close enough to make close to a beard. I saw this TLC whatever show where this girl had a beard and she embraced it. And it looked like like a beard that... Um, Like, a beard that, like, grows in all patchy and stuff. And I was just thinking, why would you keep that? But then I was thinking, I bet she started out like me and then threw some Rogaine on that shit because she wanted to be popular for something. So, like, why
1: not a beard? So I totally know someone that grows, like four or five chin hairs and they're really long like probably half an inch long and gray and obvious and thick and I always wonder does this person see them? but they're a little bit older so I don't know if they do but at the same time it's like you have to feel them you have to know they're there you have to just pull them um,
0: my dad's uh, my dad's dad's Wife, I guess she has that chin hair thing, but like it's on the front of her chin in a mole, and it's like a fucking forest. And there's so many of them, and they're silver. So I'm always joking that she has like one of those stupid side lip piercings or whatever, but it's terrible. But what it is is sometimes she does shave it or wax it or whatever she does but a lot of times she doesn't. I think they know it's there, but they just don't give a fuck
1: anymore. Maybe. I don't know. I'll take my single mustache hair over multiple chinny-chin-chin hairs any day.
0: I'm pretty sure this episode should be called, like, Facial Hairs, because we've been talking about it for
1: so long. I mean, doesn't everybody just talk about facial hair all day long? What about these mom
0: groups? You go into it with the idea of meeting friendly like local moms that you can hang out with as well as socialize your kids so you don't raise a weirdo. But what it actually is from what I hear is nothing like that. What what is what is it? What is the reality of them, Loretta?
2: So my experience with moms groups started very weird, and it's probably very specific to our location and um, high population of hipsters. So I found a lady on Instagram who lived in my area, and I reached out to her. She was posting pictures about kids get-togethers, all these kids my kid's age. So I reached out, and she's like, yeah, join this moms group. I said, great, thank you so much. So I join it, hoping that, you know, we'll be able to join in on these get togethers. And um every single time I had attempted to join an event or um acknowledged anything, I don't know. I just I got completely ignored, no acknowledgement whatsoever. Whereas it was it was obvious everyone else was getting at least some form of acknowledgement and I was getting blatantly ignored, and the first time, I'm like, mm, no big deal, second time, I'm like, hmm, you know, do they, uh, am I doing something wrong, do they not see me, and the third time, you're like, no, these people, they're, they're ignoring me, so there was a lady, though, who kind of started, like, a segue side, side group, and I joined that, it was closer to me, and that one has been Better, I would say, is and they're very inclusive, but you still get the same judgy moms or the bougie moms or, you know, I guess I'm judging too, but ones that always have something to say about what you're doing. Everything you do is wrong. Everything you do is wrong and they know better. And so I go because I want my kids to be normal and have fun and friends and everything, but you know, it's not at the cost of my um, self-confidence, that's for sure. I guess with the mom group thing, it's kind of like
0: the same with any groups, you know, people are going to branch off and people are going to be too cool or whatever. So I guess that's like no different from us making fun of them to them, you know, excluding certain people probably because of how they look. And I bet you social media has a lot to do with that, like their Instagram and like, you know... Maybe, you know, you just didn't fit into their Instagram vibe or their Facebook vibe or whatever. But it's just kind of like mean girls in high school only
1: with babies strapped to their hip. So it's kind of, it's kind of funny. At least when I'm being a mean girl, I'm not doing it under the guise that we're doing something for the children. I'm open and honest about it. Um, I feel like they, they lie to you initially and lure you in that it's going to be, oh, we're going to be nice and great, but you're right. It's just like any other group. And I judge too.
0: Those mom groups are under a guise, huh? Like they make it seem like it's a safe space for moms who are probably lonely and, you know, you know, bored and their friends have gone and then they you know get the courage to go out there and then just get uh like make them feel like shit unless you're one of the cool ones and awesome. I mean, I obviously skipped out on the mom groups uh but I bet you, I totally would not be on the in crown. What sort of persona would you have if you were one of the housewives? Like, if you had to pick one of them, which one, I guess, would you be?
1: Mm, that's a tough one because my love for housewives has no bounds. So, which season are we talking? I could pick, a, I could pick one from each season. Let's narrow it down that way. Oh, damn girl, I didn't know that you a uh, real housewife like that.
0: I guess maybe... One from each season that's your favorite. But for me, I'm personally more of a Tamara Judge. Judge? I'm not really
1: sure how to say it. Minus the Jesus stuff. So if I were to be any housewife, I guess I'd be Nene from Real Housewives of Atlanta. <laughs> because she don't take no shit. <laughs> I
0: love Nene Leakes. Nene Leakes and her husband, or her ex-husband, or her Greg. I love her, too. I totally can't remember, like, which housewives, like, where they were even from. Maybe Texas, question mark? I really liked that one, where, like, the main girl, her name was, like, Rianne, or leanne or it all they did was like talk about charity this and charity that and then i i think it was like had the redhead brandy and the blonde one and they were all ditzy i think those are the two of the same shows but i'm not sure but i really liked that one
1: okay first of all get it right it's housewives of dallas and brandy and stephanie <laughs> and I think Brandy is probably my favorite only because she chased that uppity bitch with the dildo on the beach, and that would totally be me. Oh, that's right.
0: That was hilarious. I'm gonna have to rewatch it now. I think I just love that they're both like always so ditzy and so stupid, but I don't think they're really that stupid. Not Brandy, I'm not sure. The jury's still out on Stephanie on whether she's actually stupid or
1: not. You know what season is the worst, or not the season, but the franchise, I guess, it's the worst Housewives franchise, is Real Housewives of Potomac. They are the most boring bitches in the whole entire franchise series, oh my gosh. But, I mean, I still watch it, so. I totally
0: watched uh, two seasons of that. I don't know if they have any more and I thought it was so so boring. I just kept waiting for like drama, but it never came. Oh, I was going to tell you um the other day I went with a friend to see some property and another uh another girl came and I guess she is like an artsy type or whatever and she asked me what what do you do and I asked her what do you mean and she said like what do you do and I always wondered what that question like really means like what do I do for work what do I do as a person like what I asked her what she meant and she just said well what do you do You know, she just reiterated it again. So, of course, I didn't know how to answer. But I don't know. How do you answer that? Do you just go job first
1: or? Well, I mostly only interact with stay-at-home moms. So nobody asks me what I do. That would be a stupid question to ask. Um, But in the past, I think I've always defaulted towards work. Like you said, I think they're asking, you know, what are you doing for work? So they can judge you on how to how much judge their level and respect of what you do. And then I think if you don't do work and you still feel obligated to give them an answer, I would default to hobby um, so that they could give, you know, you can give them a reason to judge you. <laughs> well, I had never
0: met this girl, and then, so I guess I defaulted, since she didn't elaborate, I defaulted to um Hobbies and stuff so I was like I'm a mom and I have a um you know this certain hobby and um all these other things and then after she just looked at me with like such judgment and then like she was way taller than me so like she was looking down on me with judgment and then I was just like okay it was like super awkward
1: I don't know from now on that should be our go-to response when people ask so what do you do we should say oh well what do you do besides judge
0: (laughs) oh my god that's too much I would totally try and use that but I'm pretty sure I would forget or just like introvert or whatever hermit myself and Hermit myself away? I was going to say hermit myself inside, but I'm not sure how that sounds. Hey, Loretta. Guess what time it is. It's time to play Guess Who I'm Describing. So it's Boston Terrier Face mini version of my brother in every way shape or form. I don't know about now but now who is this person?
1: What the fuck kind of description is that? You're gonna have to give me more details or like a hint or something. Short and like
0: stubby but looks like an old man or at least he did.
1: I know this one, nips.
0: Damn it, you're so right. Ooh, do one for
1: me to guess. Okay, your clue is... Oh, I suddenly have an itch.
0: Wait, where's my description of someone?
1: I'll repeat it again. Your hint is... Suddenly I have an itch.
0: Oh my god, it's Cass Hole. I thought you had an itch, and I was like, what the fuck is she doing? That's messed up, dude. I still kinda have to see her, you know, through people of people, of family of family. Uh...
1: I did have an itch, that's the whole thing. You think of her, or see her, or be around her, and she's contagious. After we're done with this, I'm
0: totally going to watch Girl Interrupted. I don't know if it's my surroundings, or the conversation we've been having, or maybe it's about facial hair?
1: I'm not sure. In Girl Interrupted, you and I... Who is Winona Ryder and who is Angelina Jolie? Okay, go. Dude,
0: you're totally a bitch. You already know that you'd be Angelina. (laughs) And I'd
1: be that um, Winona shoplifter. So are you saying that I'm giving you, like, making you feel lesbian-like? Or am I making you feel crazy? What
0: if you're making me feel crazy lesbian-like.
1: Okay, we're back from the Jack Huff Hour. This is DJ Easy Dick with the station that's licking your balls.
0: No, your vagina's not supposed to flick like that. If you liked our pilot, please let us know. Feel free to comment or leave messages or email at irrationalandirrelevant at
1: gmail.com. And if you didn't like it, then you can fuck off because we don't really care.
0: Do you have like an awkward moment for...
1: Yes. So yeah. when I lived in Idaho, and I Who was the hoe. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, yeah. So, I had met. It's like a college town. There's lots of college around. Colleges around. There's a few of them, and I had met the questionably gay gymnastics teacher.
0: Oh, I remember. Cheerleading
1: coach, gymnastics teacher with the hot bod super yeah. hot bod oh no i seen but it. i mean he was one of these kind of but a butterface. such a hot bod that it didn't even really matter a georgie boy he was like a generic justin timberlake in the face <laughs> <laughs> so he um the first time i had gone to his house is what it was right So he was in college, he was a few years younger than me, and he's in college, and he lived in Nampa, a couple towns over... Private school. And uh-huh. This is my first like college campus experience too, because I didn't go to college <laughs> myself, and I'm going to hang out. So with... you just
0: got a dude that
1: has exactly. that is, so and that way you senior, get that way you get so... the
0: experience a little bit.
1: Exactly, and a walk so of shame. They lived on campus, which was interesting. They lived on an on-campus house, mm-hmm. and it was a super old house, um, directly across the street from campus, like right there on campus anyways it was a party going on college kids everywhere and everybody's asking me like so what's your major do you go to school here do you go to bsu which is did you State bul- University?" did you bullshit them or no did you say- no because i'm like i got my wedding ring
2: on
1: Hi, <laughs> you dirty, dirty exactly dirty. and so um that was probably the most awkward was going to a college party on campus when i was like a 24-year-old married woman i and married for a while I guess it doesn't sound mm. that old now that I think back but everyone was probably like you know college years 18 to 22 <laughs>
0: dude side note speaking of college parties remember when we went to Glamis
1: oh my gosh and I was wearing the Harvard sweater yes which I'm... I
0: stole from you by the way and I had it for the longest time I stole it from
1: Alice I mean <laughs> I will keep it.
2: <laughs>
0: that's okay. That's okay. We'll bleep it out. We'll bleep okay. it out. Yeah. Ginger McGee over there. Yes. Ginger Ging- Ginger McGillicuddy over <laughs> Ginger there. Ginger McGillicuddy uh oh okay yeah so the the college party and then we're out there drinking oh it was a, it it was a, it was
1: in glamis and it was a corporate party in the middle of glamis it was like a work party that was we, it that we crashed I was too drunk to my know. aunt found it remember we were oh, drunk Christ. already and my aunt comes into the trailer like come on i found a party and we're chugging beers as we're speed walking to this party, and I remember when I, think, I got there. I think did you barf
0: before or after? This is leading there.
1: up because I was, was so full of foam when we got right. there from basically like jogging while drinking beer, chugging beer, mm-hmm. that I think we had settled in for a couple minutes. This incident, I was wearing the Harvard sweatshirt. <laughs> And um, Steve Buscemi came up to us, and he's trying to... What no, it, there was a
0: hot guy that came up to was us. Was he hot? I he thought was, he was
1: not. This is where we differentiate. Yes,
0: very much so. So I'm going to go and say for everyone else, it was a legitimate hot person, because I thought it was a hot
1: person. I remember very... Um, maybe you like shut him down so Cynthia fast. Cynthia Nixon's boyfriend on Sex and the City. Steve, Steve. yes, he was a Steve, and um, what did he say? I think he just came up and said, "Hey,
0: ladies," and you're like, "Jailbait."
1: Yeah, I said, "I'm sorry, we're jailbait." Said what? And I said. I'm 15. Yeah. And, then and he, he then like, turned around and said, you girls have a good night. Right. Walked it's like, oh, it's the ladies have he a good night. He did exactly what he should do. Leave us uh, alone. Right. I remember my grandpa shortly later, he comes up to me and I'm, I'm so full of beer and foam. And <laughs> I'm looking for a place to spew. And my grandpa starts walking my way. I see him in, off to the side. And I gave him the hand and bleh, vomited.
0: Oh, yeah. Just
1: nothing but foam. And my grandpa just says, oops, and turns around and walks away. (laughs) (laughs) We didn't even
0: do anything in Glamis. So we other drank than drinking beer the whole time. And staying in the
1: camper. We got out to ride one time, and it rained the night before, so it was super hard, and we were all, super drunk already, and it was just, like, shaking up the beer. And Was Ginger Kinkles there? No. Oh, okay. Remember then, my cousin, she had a friend, they had, like, a family friend, and my aunt bought him a case of beer, and we ran out of beer. We drank two 18-packs, mm-hmm. and then we stole his beer.
0: Yeah. We drank all his beer. Oh, yeah. Are
1: we not recording? Yeah, why'd you ruin it? I'm just kidding. We could end it right there.